the Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of the, about, say, the high school football show. It is going to be a high school we'll football high show school here. Football. Absolutely. Yeah. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson here on 106 on FM, 1390 AM, streaming on 106.9thefan.com. Happy to join you, or happy to have you join us wherever and however you're doing. So hope your Friday has been wonderful, uh, and we hope you enjoy the high school football coverage we've got to you. Every team is covered. Bear River, Green Canyon, Skyview, Logan, Ridgeline, Mountain Crest, they're all covered with great play-by-play and color analysts, and of course, recaps can be found on CashValleyDaily.com tomorrow morning. If you miss any of the action, don't you dare worry. And we also have a pretty cool contest we're putting together. It is set up. It is ready to go, and you can be a part of it. We'll get into that in just a few minutes. Hey, really quickly, uh, I want to have you read that text from 9315 if you still have it. Yeah. He brought up a great point. And then John Russell also texted me something really good as well. Yeah, 9315 says, Think of all the football recruiting rules that will have to be altered or changed for one year because football is not on the same page. Good point. And we, we asked Gary Anderson about recruiting in high school. And there have been some restrictions about in-person recruiting uh, during a lot of this stuff, and he was hopeful that the NCAA would change that and at least allow you to recruit in your own state and go to the, the football games that are going on. Not every state is playing football this fall. That's a good point. I mean, there's a lot of states and surrounding big, Utah. And big-time high, no high school football states. Yeah, there's no high school football in... New Mexico and Nevada and California and Washington. So uh, it's going to be, yeah, recruiting at high school level is going to be very different this year. Yeah, and John Russell texted me uh, or texted in, uh, this has nothing to do with the player's health, talking about college football. It's all about money. That's why the Ohio Valley Conference is allowing non-conference games. They are money games. The Big Ten and the SEC are the wealthiest conferences. They can handle the most risk. They are the wealthiest conferences, yes, but at the same time, like you're asking them to put kids' lives at risk from a contagious disease of COVID-19. And sure, there is. There are going to be the people who say it's an overreaction. But that's, that's a lot of money to risk on the line. And then in regards of the money games, that's a really good point. If you can find a big team who wants to host you and you can get paid for playing them, you'll take that money because there's a lot of schools who aren't going to get it this year. That's Yeah. It's just the, the sad reality of trying to operate an athletic department <laughs> in 2020. Yeah. It's uh, or it, just the 21st century period. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, welcome to the Full Court Press, 106 on FM, 1390 AM, The Fan, 106on if you are uh, joining us via the stream. Uh, Eric, we've got a lot to get to here. Al Lewis will be joining us. The Hall of Famer will be talking about Logan Grizzly football. You'll find that game on 610 AM KVNU where they will host Provo, the Provo Bulldogs, uh, tonight at 7 o'clock. Uh, but we got to get to our pick six. Yeah, we didn't haven't done a pick six yet for this week. So, so uh, we didn't get a chance to get it in last. We need to clear something up. Last Eric. hour. Does our two wins cancel out? We have to give each other a gift. I don't know because I went a perfect six and zero in week one. I feel like I need I deserve something. For I that. went an incredible five and one in a very difficult, difficult uh, line set of lines. So I was feel this last week. Yeah, you didn't get five right. You only I, got three right. Geez, did you go zero and six? No, I went. I think I got one right. 
<laughs> I got one right this last week. I like totally flipped it the other way around. <laughs> all right, let's get to our pick six. You all know the game. Three lines from each of us. Yes or no's, high or lows, uh, over, unders, so on and so forth. Best line does get a gift maybe at some point during <laughs> the 2020 year. That you get on your own, not just somebody else brought things in and you say, oh, yeah, take one of those. That's for me. <laughs> All right, uh, Eric, why don't you go ahead and kick it off for us, my man? All right, uh, Damian Lillard. He's been on, on fire the last three games that he's played. Mm-hmm. Plus 50, plus 60, then again, plus 40. Uh, how many points scored? Uh, Damian Lillard points versus Memphis. 32 and a half. Oh, over. Take the over? Oh, yeah. This is a must win. And when it's a must win, Damian's taking every single shot. I'm going to take the under. What? I think it'll be like 30, 31, but I think he's going to get some help from his from his buddies. It won't have to be all on him. Good for you. All right. Uh, do you want me to go switch it up? Sure. Okay. Uh, let's go. Oh, you. Yeah, never mind. Sorry. Uh, let's go Memphis and Portland on Saturday. I have Ja Morant, six and a half assist over under. Six and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the under. I think Portland shuts him down. <laughs> Portland doesn't shut anybody down. Yeah, that's questionable. Defensively, they're not really the best. McCollum and Lillard? Back. Oh, ooh, that's brutal. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Don't look now. But the Chicago Cubs are the best team oh, in baseball. Jeez, they are thirteen and three. They own baseball's best record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday they faced the Brewers, division rival. So I'm going to say runs scored by the Cubs on Saturday, setting it at five and a half. Okay, give me that line again. Runs scored by the Cubs against the Brewers. Five and a half. I feel like there's a trick to this, that you're trying to pull something underneath my feet. No, it's... I'm going to go under. Okay, I'm going to take the over. You would. <laughs> <laughs> hey, last time Ridgeline and Pineview met, they burned out the light bulbs on the scoreboard. That was a nuts game. Does the same thing happen tonight under new head coach Travis Cox? Ridgeline, 23 and a half points tonight. Over, under. Um, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over as well. I think this is another shootout. I think they just have a lot more experience on the team. I think they're going to be ready to go, excited to play, uh, excitement with the new coach. Okay. I'm going to take the over. Uh, last one from me, NHL playoffs. The, uh, the Coyotes and the Blackhawks have had some close games in their respective series. They have yet to get a win. Who gets their first win first in their series? The Coyotes or the Blackhawks? Blackhawks. I'm going to go with the Coyotes. Skyviews without Mason Falklip, but again, they have this Carlson kid who's, who's a heck of a quarterback, but they don't have Mr. Do-It-All. Stansbury tonight. Stansbury beat uh, Mountain Crest in a thrilling playoff game last year. Skyview. 
14 and a half over under. They win. Their margin of victory? Yeah. Uh, they're playing Stansbury? Yep. At home. 14 and a half. Um, I, I should have raised that. I'm going to take the... Oh, I'm going to take the over. I should have raised it. I was going to raise it. I wasn't sure. <laughs> I didn't want to buy, I didn't want to sell it too much. Um I'm taking the over two. Gosh. All right, let's run through them real quick. Here's yeah. here they are. Damian Lillard points versus Memphis. Uh I guess I'm going to have to be specific. That'll be for Saturday. By the way, yeah, Saturday's game. Saturday's game. We don't know if it's Sunday. We don't know if Sunday's going to happen. Fair enough. Uh, Thirty-two and a half points. I took the under. You took the over. I'm going to lose that one. Uh, John Morant assists in that same game. You set it at six and a half. I took the over. You took the under. Runs scored by the Chicago Cubs versus the Milwaukee Brewers on Saturday at five and a half. I took the over. You went under. Uh, Ridge line. Points versus Pineview and uh, set it at 23.5. We both took the over. Uh, Coyotes or Blackhawks? Who gets their first win in their series first? I took the Coyotes. You took the Blackhawks. And then the final one, the Skyview margin of victory over Stansbury set at 14.5, and we both took the over. Should be fun. Yeah. All right, speaking of fun, we're going to have some fun here coming up next. Al Lewis, the Hall of Famer, Radio Hall of Famer himself, will be joining us here on the Full Court Press. He is the play-by-play voice, of course, of the Logan Grizzlies. Excited to hear his voice call some action. I don't think anybody's more excited about football than Al Lewis. This is going to be his only outlet, too, with no Utah State football. Yeah. He's going to – boy, those are going to be the most prepared Logan High football broadcasts. And no one better. Honestly, we love all our broadcasters. It's hard to beat Al Lewis. It's hard to top Al Lewis. So, again, we'll have him back uh, here. We're going to talk Golden Grizzly football. I'm going to ask him a little bit about Utah State football as well, the situation, uh, and uh, his thoughts on – I didn't even got to hear his thoughts on Jason Schell. I'd love to hear his thoughts, who, who will be a senior next year when the season starts most likely. That's all coming up on the Full Court Press. Eric France and Alex Salves. A new home for the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Alex Salves here on the Full Court Press, 514 your time. 6 o'clock, Region 11 football kicks off starring Ridgeline and Pineview in its neutral site game. And seven o'clock, the rest of the uh, the rest of Region Eleven will do their thing. In fact, Green Canyon will be at Twila, Bear Rivers at Juan Diego, Skyview hosts Stansbury, Logan hosts Provo, Mountain Crest hosts Salem Hills. Again, Ridgeline will be a neutral site game versus Pineview. Now joining us here on the Full Court Press, always a blast to have a Hall of Famer on, and this is exactly who he is: Al Lewis, play-by-play voice of Logan Grizzlies. Al, how we doing? Well, I'm doing very good today. I'm outside, and it's warm, and uh, I guess we finally get some live-action uh, high school sports for the first time since last, what, March, I guess. So. Feels like it, yeah. Feels like it's been a long time. Now, uh, this Logan Grizzlies team, a second-year coach for uh, Coach Bowen, uh, they lose. They do lose uh, quite a bit, a few starters. What do you see out of the squad? Uh, they are new. Uh, obviously, when... Uh, 
the uh, the move by uh, Ike Larson to Skyview took away their best football player maybe from the last two years, the Logan High football really, and the impact he was to the game, especially last year. He was responsible for 12 touchdowns individually last year from Logan football team, again, in returning kicks and, and returning interceptions and fumbles and then catching six touchdown passes. So uh, having him move to Skyview obviously is a big uh, void, but Coach Bowen in his second year said, hey, I've had more time to – put in my systems. I think he really would like to be a running football coach. Uh, last year, eventually, they had a 1,000-yard rusher at the end of the year in Thornley, who graduated. But again, they feel like they've got a group of running backs. Uh, they feel like they're going to look at both quarterbacks. They've got a senior and a junior, and it's kind of interesting. Provo might even play two quarterbacks tonight, and I believe theirs are juniors and sophomores. So uh, both teams might be in rotation tonight in in these first games. But, yeah, Logan only returns Jalen Sargent on offense. A little bit of Alex Trujillo starting at fullback some last year. And then on the offensive line, Dallas Esplin and Brandon Perez-Willie, and that's really it. And then on defense, Jalen Sargent and Jalen Hoth are really the only starters over on that side who played a lot at the end of the year. I think they'd like to play Jalen Sargent more as a backup on defense and use him more as a wide receiver because already a couple big sky schools have given him a chance to be a football receiver for him in the future. Al, this is a team that, while there are certainly a lot of questions about what's going to happen offensively, but this is a team that seemed like, and maybe it's because of Isaac Larson, what he did defensively and what he meant to them, but it seemed like this team, the slogan team still had some players that could stand out and hold their own defensively. Is that still going to be the case this year, or are there still some questions? Well, they got to have somebody replace like a shot bell who made so many plays. A guy that replaced the... Uh, Taylor uh, Thompson last year, Andrew Thompson, who made so many plays defensively. They got to have somebody come forward defensively. I think they like uh, Cameron Cottle in kind of a spot to play where Kai Lang is really impressed as a linebacker. Uh, he's only a sophomore, really good athlete. So they're looking forward to him to be a part of their team. And they've had a move in from Payson that they think will help really defensively and also maybe a little offensively too. And Matthew Mason and uh, even his dad. Uh, has been an assistant coach for a while at Payson, and he's come up and they've moved to the Valley, and he's going to help be uh, part of Coach Bowen's offensive staff too and helping quarterback uh, be the quarterback coach, even though his son is a free safety and might see a little bit of time as kind of a fullback, H-back type on offense. Al, what has Coach Bowen said about preparations through coronavirus and the situation of having to prepare late? How has the preparation gone for the kids? Does he feel like his squad's prepared? Oh, yeah. In fact, he's, he said practices has really been really good. What they've decided to do, they practiced almost all late in the evenings. Um, you know, not a lot of kids, obviously, are working like they've done before. And uh, when they got into it, they've been practicing 7.30 to 9.30, 10 o'clock at nighttime when it's been a little bit cooler, and they've actually enjoyed that. Uh, he said even before that, their off-season preparation, uh, Coach Bowen was so great uh, when my daughter passed, and he brought some of the players up one afternoon, and they all indicated they were into workouts already. I think all the high school athletes, a lot of them, uh, they have really been like chomping at a bit since they got shut down for the, the spring sports they might do, whatever it happens to be. And I think they've all just been looking forward to competition. Once they could get into some of the off-season workouts, I think they really got excited about that. And he, he feels like he has much more enthusiasm and excitement about this team. Remember, there's only 14 seniors who will probably play any part of a, a role on this team with not many starters back. So this is a young team that might be still about a year away from starting to be a good football team. You know, looking at the schedule for Logan High, it's really interesting that Logan High is going to get a lot of film on Region 11 opponents just by studying who they face next. Uh, yep, they're going to play right. Stansbury in Week 2, who Skyview's playing in Week 1. 
Cypress in week three, who Ridgeline will play in week two, and Highland in week four, who Skyview will play in week three. So they're going to get some pretty good film on the Bobcats and, and the Riverhawks just as they're preparing for the teams that are on their non-conference or non-region. Yeah, it is. And, you know, and, and the region is such a short, condensed deal, you know, when they play through those five games, when they finally get to it, uh, they're all pretty intense and head-to-head games. So uh, they should get some of that good preparation. And, you know, a Coach Bowen hasn't gone out and exactly scheduled cupcakes. He scheduled, you know, two 6A teams on his schedule right now because Hunter is their uh, bye week or their UEA week game. And then you've got Cypress in there, and then you've got, you know, Provo's a 5A team. So uh, they're, they're not playing an easy schedule. And Stansbury's one of the best teams in 4A that they're playing in the preseason. Al, what's your overall thoughts of Region 11 this year? No Mason faults of. Does it open it up at all for a chance for a different region champ or no? Well, sure. I think it's, I mean, Mason's so good in anything he does that, uh, I mean, he, he's a, I said, generationally, you've got, you know, people who've been through this valley who've been great players, great athletes. You're talking Merlin Olson, you're talking Bob Lebrinsky, you're talking, you know, maybe Mason Falslip. I mean, in that category, I mean, he may break into that when you start looking at the kinds of athletes that he is. So it has to open a little bit. I would think that both Green Canyon and Ridgeline feel like, okay, we have a chance. And I think Mountain Crest, Bear River, and Logan all think they're better than they were a year ago. So I think that makes it more, uh, you know, more of a, it, there'll be more interesting games. And I think all the, the games last year were kind of interesting. I mean, Logan actually scored on Skyview a little bit more than a lot of people would have expected because I thought they were pretty dang good defensively too. But um, Logan had a tough time in, in some close games last year against Provo. They're only down 14-7 in this opener last year with about 40 seconds in the first half. And they give up two touchdowns and then the opening kickoff at the second half and they were done. So they cannot do those kinds of things and give up big plays and, and big, huge things to have any kind of year. How with this, uh, you, you kind of touched on this a little bit with how this team has been practicing, what they've been doing in, in, in light of everything going on with the coronavirus and pandemic. Uh, but how many of these players were involved in like spring sports that you were aware of that, uh, that had those seasons taken away from them, baseball, things like that, that this is their first opportunity to get it back into team sports and team athletics? Well, I know there's a lot of them, and so that's why, I mean, I think that's been the reason why some of the preparation and some of that has been good. And, you know, and I should also mention that Coach mentioned he doesn't have anybody who has really missed any time because of worries, testing, anything like that with COVID. So the Grizzlies have been able to stay away from that, and they hope to stay that way uh, the next little while. So I think they're really excited to play. Radio Broadcasting Hall of Famer Al Lewis joining us here. He's a uh, play-by-play voice of the Logan Grizzlies on 610 AM KVNU, our sister stations where you'll hear that. Hey, tell us about this Provo squad. What do you see the keys for the Grizzlies tonight to be able to get a win? They're going to have to run the ball. And last year, Mason Cobb, their middle linebacker, was a two-year guy. He's not in college football. Uh, he was a two-time All-Stater in 5A and was one of the best players in the state. Logan couldn't run the ball at all against Provo last year. Uh, and then they gave up a few too many big plays at wrong times. Uh, Provo's turned things around. They do have, again, their, their coach, that was Tony McGarry, who had kind of taken this program out of the doldrums and got them back going. They were 9-3, and three and they won their region, and they were a second-ranked team in, in 5A going into the playoffs, and they ended up losing in the quarterfinals. But Kurt Chambers has taken over. Here's a guy, he was in the NFL, I think, about 9 or 10 years, played a lot with the Buffalo Bills, was a former Provo guy, and then he went to Stanford and then played for two or three NFL teams. So he's taken over, and he said, hey, Coach McGarry, turn this program around. 
They don't have a huge roster. They don't have a big roster. But again, teams are kind of restricted on how many they can dress for games anyhow, so maybe that's just the roster they have on the road, and it's not as many players. But they've got a lot of young kids. They've got some sophomores and, and juniors. They mentioned a sophomore quarterback could play. So I think Provo now is, is a, a better football program. And they've got a few names that go along with some guys who've been at BYU. So I'm thinking maybe that's some brothers or somebody who's moved into Provo uh, to be a part of the, the football team. I noticed they have a Hefo, they have a talkie talkie. So they got some guys who at least have some good football names and heritage uh, that have played at BYU. Al, nobody covers Aggie football like you do. Your preparation for it's always been incredible. No season this year, which is heartbreaking for so many of us. I never did get the chance to get your thoughts on the Jason Shelley transferred it from Utah to Utah State and Henry Colby going from Utah State <laughs> back to Texas Tech with Matt Wells. Yeah, I, I really expected that, to, that it looked like. I'm just wondering if you know another offensive coordinator in the Columbia's, uh, you know, quarterback room at Logan had some effect on all of that plus the transfer I'm wondering you know he'd been through you know wrote Yost uh, you know and had one season and then now Bodie Reader was going to come in so I'm just wondering if that had something to do with it um you got to have people have got to be satisfied with where they are nowadays uh young kids let's face it they 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 have a lot less of of a, a rope for patience uh, as far as waiting their turn. And I think Columbia had performed, uh, I was ready to see him uh, do things. Now I think Shelley obviously is a, a terrific athlete and his pedigree is great. And uh, now uh, will we see him play three or four spring football games and then, uh, or whatever, and then see a full season of 2021? That's, I guess, the best we can hope for at this point. You've seen so much Aggie football through the years. Uh, who, where does Jordan Love rank? in the quarterback rates of who you've seen over the Utah State football? Boy, the, the, the production he had as a sophomore, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it um, as far as the season goes. And I don't know if, if it was just the new system and whatever that threw it in last year because it, it wasn't quite the same. Let's face it, he's got to have talent-wise uh, as good as anybody who's been in the quarterback position. I mean, Bill Munson was drafted, I think, fourth or fifth in the first round of the draft back in the 60s. We haven't had a heck of a lot of quarterbacks who've been drafted. We've had a couple of guys, Eric Hipple and, and uh, you know, uh, Craig Bradshaw, and guys who played a little in the NFL. Tony Adams was a very, very good quarterback. I, I mean, I never, I think production-wise that year, Tony Adams, the one year he had as a senior, might have been the only other quarterback I ever saw who could just reel off play after play after play like Jordan Love did. Uh, with this... Uh... This announcement by the Mountain West, I mean, this is unprecedented, obviously. Uh, it's never happened anything like this before. But in your mind, in your history of covering Utah State, there have been a few other disruptions that have happened because of hurricanes that have affected oppos- yeah. uh, opponents or you know, 9-11, things like that. Uh, I mean, how does this compare to anything that you've ever seen with Utah State or, or college athletics? Well, it doesn't compare at all because I'm sure all the players, if you probably ask them, even though you know some of these polls now are coming out and some of the coaches are saying, all oh, their players say it was a good decision to shut down. I think all of them wanted to play or all of them wanted to go at it. They don't work. They don't work as hard as they do to not have a chance to play. So I think it's unprecedented to have the whole season gone. We had to play uh, David Carr and, and uh, Fresno State at the end of the year that one year uh, uh, after nine, uh, you know, the nine uh, eleven deal postponed during the year. Um, plane crashes with teams coming here. Yeah, we've had a, 
a hurricane or something like that. I remember we didn't play Nichols State one year, but it's nothing like losing the whole season and losing all that momentum. And again, let's face it, uh, economics-wise, sports uh, places like Utah State are really in trouble because they lost all that money from the NCAA basketball tournament last year they didn't get. They already said they had that hit of $1 million on last year's budget. Now this year's budget is going to have nothing in it. They're gonna. It's going to be a really, really hard time because we just don't have the uh, the big money that uh, obviously the Power Fives do. And do you see a, a spring season? I mean, Gary is very I don't see highly doubtful season. about it. I, but yeah, do you see I, it I being possible? I don't. I really. There's no way they can play any more than maybe three or four games, kind of like your scrimmages you have in spring football, to be able to physically turn around and play a team at the end of August or 1st of September, a full season. I just don't see there's any way. And they're going to have to do it. Obviously, you're going to have to fit it in before May or May 1st because that's about when graduation is. You don't want to go much after school's already graduated because keeping the players around and that when school's not on is, is never an ideal. And then if you're going to play more than that, you're going to start in February. Then you're affecting basketball and weather around here is not that great. So I, I just I have a hard time seeing very many games in the, in the uh, spring. Al, uh, what station are you on tonight, and uh, what time does pregame start? Uh, we'll start about uh, 6.45 on uh, 6.10 a.m. and 102 and 102.5 uh, FM. Al, thanks so much for your time. Greatly appreciate you. Good luck on tonight's call. All right. Well, the game will be what makes it happen tonight. I'll just watch it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Your voice makes everything happen for us. We appreciate All you right, I Al. just love it. So. All, All right. right. Thanks, Al. Appreciate it. That's Al Lewis, Radio Broadcaster Hall of Famer from the state of Utah. Wonderful, wonderful uh, talent that we have here calling these games. And uh, I'm excited about Al's call. And obviously, he's excited to have football back. A guy who covers the Aggies for pregame coverage, postgame coverage for football, which does a wonderful job on KVNU. I uh, won't have that this fall. You, I felt I felt bad for him. I kind of, as bad as I felt for myself and you that we couldn't talk Aggie football. That guy is, he bleeds Aggie blue like nobody else does. And. You won't get to have that this fall. That that's a bummer for him. So, Grizzlies, Grizzly uh, football. Uh, and as I said, the Logan High football broadcast will be as prepared as anyone will find yeah. in the state because that will be Al Lewis's only outlet. So here's the schedule for tonight: the Green Canyon Wolves are at Twilla. Craig Hislop will be on the call on 100.9 FM, and there's a stream. Now you can go to CashValleyDaily.com, go to the menu bar, click on sports, and then uh, local high school football. And you will find all the streams. Just click on it and boom, right there at your computer or your phone or wherever you can listen to the games. The Green Canyons will be, again, Green Canyon will be at Twila on 100.9 FM starring Craig Hislop. Bear River Bears, 104.9 and the Bear River Live stream. That's where the great Clint Payne, who's coming out of retirement, will be back to call Bear River High School football. They are at Juan Diego. Skyview versus Stansberry, none other than John Newbold and his partner in crime, Rex Davis. Here on this very station, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Logan Grizzlies, of course, Al Lewis on 610 AM, 102.1 FM, and KVNU. They are hosting Provo. Mountain Crest in Salem Hills, starring AJ Knight and Matt Adams, will be on 107.7. And Ridgeline is at Pineview. That game is in 30 minutes. Pre-game is in about 15. That means Eric's got to get going here. He's got to take care of some high school stuff. That game will be on 104.5 FM and the Ridgeline live stream again. You can find those streams on CashValleyDaily.com. Uh, Dave Simmons and Nick Zollinger, uh, two comedians at their very best, will be calling that game tonight. Ajay, I'm excited for high school football Friday nights to be back, especially similar to college football. We don't know if these high school seasons will finish, yeah. but if there's a way to get them 
to, to happen and games to happen. There may be games here and there that do get postponed or canceled, but uh, I think there's still a way for it to still take place and, and, and happen. So I'm excited to see how it works. Hopefully we have some exciting games, and I'm excited for everybody that gets involved and, and really appreciative for everybody that, that uh, puts in a lot of work and effort behind the scenes to make this really come together with so many different broadcasts and different locations and different studios. Uh, it's, it's a big task, but we appreciate it. We love doing it, so it's a it's a good time of year. All right, Eric's got to get to the ball, and uh, I will continue to stay here. We got a really cool high school football contest going on. Thank you, Eric. We got a really cool high school football contest going on. We're going to tell you about that and more coming up next here on the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio 106.9 FM 1390 AM The Fan. Uh, Jay Salas here on the Full Court Press. 5.34 your time. Eric is now off getting ready for some high school football duties. You know, it's good to have high school football back. I think after a long week of of hearing just all bad news throughout the week, right, with MAC football and the Mountain West Conference football and, and the unsurety of what winter sports is going to look like, it's good to have... Uh, it's good to have high school football action back. It started last night with Davidson Harriman. Again, 48 other games go on tonight, or at least 48 other teams, I should say, or games go on tonight. Uh, and uh, all of them, in, or a lot of them, in Region 11. In fact, all six teams are competing in Region 11. Uh, again, just a reminder, Green Canyon at Tooele. That game's on 100.9 FM with Craig Hislop. Bear River at Juan Diego. Clint Payne will be on the call on 104.9 FM. Skyview versus Stansbury. John Newbold, Rex Davis. Logan versus Provo uh, will be with Al Lewis. And then Mountain Crest versus Salem Hills will be AJ Knight and Matt Adams. Ridgeline at Pineview will begin at 6 o'clock. That will be on 104.5 FM and will be heard by Nick Zollinger, who will be the color analyst, alongside his buddy of all time. It's uh, Dave Simmons, who does a really great job. Enjoy listening to those two. Uh, and Green Canyon, I believe John Russell is going to be helping call that game at Twill, if I'm not mistaken. John, if I'm wrong, text me. Let me know I'm wrong. Uh, so, again, Green Cannon at Tooele, Bear Rivers at Juan Diego, Skyview hosts Stansbury, Logan at home against Provo, and Mountain Crest will host Salem Hills. Ridgeline is at Pineview. That's a neutral site game. That game was supposed to be played uh, in southern Utah, but because the Cash Valley School District is not allowing any overnight trips with the coronavirus situation, they've decided to play a neutral site game at Westlake. And so uh, they'll play there, and then uh, Ridgeline can just travel home on the same night. Now, uh, with that, uh, really cool thing that we're doing. 106 on the fan uh, is doing a high school pickems contest. Now it's sponsored by the Logo Shop, and we're big, big, huge fans of Logo Shop, and thank them so much. Uh, they're uh, your booster head club, or excuse me, booster club headquarters for high school and competitive teams. Here's the deal: you hop on to uh, to the Pickem website, and you do this. Uh, Pick'em contest for all of our games going on tonight. Green Canyon, Bay River, Skyview, Logan, Mountain, Chris, and Ridgeline. And you can uh, you can pick all the games. In fact, they and then they have a tiebreaker score game, which I believe tonight is Mountain, Chris, and Salem Hills for your tiebreaker. Um, you just go to pick'em.com, I believe is the website, and then pick your games. And you can win up to a bunch of prizes. In fact, this week... We are giving away a hundred dollar 
uh, $100 to McDonald's. Think about that. $100 to McDonald's. You can win. Now, don't forget, download the McDonald's app, and you can place your order wherever and whenever you'd like. McDonald's has pickup options like drive through and curbside pickup, all at the touch of a button. Um, future giveaways will be, of course, a $100 gift card to Locker42, which is awesome. Uh, you'll have a $100 gift card to the Cater Shop, Johnny O's Spud Nuts, um, again, McDonald's. So a lot of great prizes we got going on uh, through the course of the uh, of the giveaway and the Pick'em's Contest, where you can go out and you can just pick your games of uh, whatever you would, uh, of, I guess, not whatever you would like, but just whatever you think would be best in the uh, in the Pick'em Contest. This thing is so hard. I struggled last time I did this, actually. I didn't do so well. I'm just making sure I got the high website right here. Sorry, producing live on air is really hard to do. There we go. Uh, it's the cashvalleymediagroup.com slash high school pickums. And you can just type in your information, name and email. You create accounts, really super easy. And boom, just like that, you are playing pickum high school football or high school pickum. Again, that's at cashvalleymediagroup.com slash high school pickums. And this week's, uh, this week's uh, giveaway will be $100 uh, to McDonald's. And that's all courtesy of the Logo Shop, which we greatly appreciate in being our main sponsor for this uh, awesome contest. Can't wait to see everybody's responses. Again, go to cashflymediagroup.com to uh, participate in the, uh, in the contest. Let's talk some high school football. So, throughout the week, you've heard from Ridgeline, Skyview, Mountaincrest, Logan, Bear River, Green Canyon. Uh, this year is going to be a little bit different. As Al Lewis already mentioned just earlier in, in the, on the show, um, no Mason faults. Does it open it up a little bit more for Region 11? Mountain Crest has an incredible defense. The problem is, is they lost a ton of offense. The quarterback, they lost a running back in Hunter Schroeder, who was incredible. Huge, huge uh, portion of the offense, percentage of the offense went through Hunter Schroeder. Mason Baldwin, gone. They don't have the offense, but they definitely have the defense to hold teams uh, just within reach for an offense bill to, I mean, honestly, a 13-point output by your offense could win it for Mountain Crest because that defense is so good. Elijah Jackson's back. Uh, they got Fulger back. This this team's going to be really good. Uh, Skyview does lose Mason Falsehood, but they get the Carlson kid back, and of course, as Al mentioned, Isaac Larkin. Isaac Larson leaves Logan and now goes to Skyview. That's a huge playmaker. Isaac Larson, as Al said, one of the best, if not the best player in the last two years for Logan. And he's now at Skyview. He's a two-way player. He's a safety on defense. He's a receiver on offense, but he can play. I mean, look, he can play whatever. He can play running back, quarterback, receiver, all at the same time, walk your dog and mow your lawn. He's a talented, talented kid, uh, and I believe he's committed to Utah State verbally. Skyview still the four, uh, the four front runner until someone knocks him off. They are the region champions until someone beats them off that pedestal. Is it Green Canyon? Again, they got Jake Lundeen. Thousand-yard passer, thousand-yard rusher. They've got a running game that is solid. They've got a passing game which can be fluid. The problem with Green Canyon is that they have tend to get in their own way. Last year, they had a couple of really nice wins, but then had back-to-back -back losses they had a close loss to Skyview, but then they had a really bizarre loss 
to Mountain Crest, where they got shut out six to nothing. Green Canyon, if they can stay out of their own way, is going to be a huge problem and a very serious contender for the Region 11 championship this year. Ridgeline's another team, a third head coach in three years. Think about that. Three years, three head coaches. From Danilo to Travis Van Leeuwen, and now it's Travis Cox, whose son, Caden Cox, is the uh, quarterback now. Travis Cox, you remember, played at Utah State. Uh, played at Mountain Crest before that. Had a stellar career at Mountain Crest. And is now the head coach at Ridgeline. They like to run a spread offense. They can score at will, but can they play defense? Can they get stops? It seemed like their defense had trouble with stops. Their offense really tailed off toward, uh, towards the end um, until the uh, state playoff game, I believe. Ridgeline can be a contender if they can get the defensive stops. Bear River is another interesting team. Uh, Bear River has Josh Payne at quarterback. They have a great running game. If they can utilize the running game, I talked to Clint Payne uh, yesterday. I said, hey, what are the keys for Bear River to be successful and contend for Region 11 championship? He said, simply have a balanced offensive attack. You've got two good running backs, one of them being Caden Bucket-Jones. Josh Payne's at quarterback. If you can balance the running game with an effective pass game, a.k.a. play action, they're going to be good. Defensively, they should be all right. But Bear River tends to be inconsistent, which they were last year. That's their biggest Achilles heel, is that their inconsistency, whether it's on offense or defense. They really, a lot of the time last year, rarely did they put both offense, special teams, and defense all together for one full game of 48 minutes of football. If they can do that tonight and throughout this season, they could be a contender for the Region 11 Championship. I still feel like it's between Skyview, Green Canyon, and Ridgeline. Those are the top three teams. Um, I think Mountain Crescent, like I said, if they can find a little bit of offense, 14 to, honestly, 14 to 17 points with their defense he got should win you a football game. And uh, for Mountain Crest last year, they were killed by penalties at really bad times and turnovers at extremely bad times. If you can fix those two issues, they might have a shot. And Logan, again, second year with Coach Bowen. Uh, they lose Isaac Larson, which is a, Isaac Larson, which is a huge gut check for this squad. It's a huge hole to fill. Uh, and I, I'm not sure if they can fill that gap quick enough in one year. But again, Logan can surprise you. It wasn't like they were blown out in a lot of games. They competed. The problem is they just couldn't finish off games or they just ran out of uh, steam. Getting off to a hot start against Provo will be a key tonight for Logan. Getting win number one is a key for a lot of these teams. Building momentum towards the end of the season. With a, with a win in the opening, uh, opening night, that definitely would help. So again, uh, high school football starts tonight. It's all over the state of Utah. Ridgeline and Pineview start in about 15 minutes. Uh, pre-game should be here in just moments, actually, with uh, Dave Simmons and Nick Zollinger. As they're against Pineview, that's at Westlake. It's a neutral side game. Changed from playing in St. George because of Cache Valley uh, districts or school district not allowing teams to stay overnight because of COVID-19. Mountain Chris will get Salem Hills. Again, that's on 107.7. AJ Knight, Matt Adams, Logan versus Provo with Al Lewis with 6.10 a.m. 
and 102.1 FM KVNU. Skyview will play Stansbury, John Newbold, Rex Davis. On this very station, 106.9, AM. Bear River uh, with Clint Payne on 104.9. They're at Juan Diego in Green Canyon. With Craig Hislip is on 100.9 FM. And if you want to find the streams for those games, you can go to cashvalleydaily.com. You simply go to the menu bar. You go to sports. You go to local prep sports. And then the local high school football schedule, that's where you'll find it. And if you want to be part of the Pick'em contest, go to cashvalleymediagroup.com slash highschoolfootballpick'em. Uh, and there you'll be able to enter into the contest to win $100 to McDonald's. It's a lot of McDouble cheeseburgers. That's what I like about it. Uh, and we have, and by the way, that uh, that contest is sponsored by Logo Shop. And a big, big thank you to them for being uh, being a part of our uh, fun contest. We're excited for all of you to participate. Again, so Green Canyon's at Twilla, Bear River at Juan Diego, Skyview hosts Stansbury, Logan hosts Provo, Mountain Crest gets Salem Hills, and Ridgeline is against Pineview at Westlake. Pineview will be the designated home team in tonight's game. That game starts in 15 minutes pregame. Should be starting right now on 104.5 FM with Dave Simmons and Nick Zollinger. Uh, interested to see what high school football looks like. I talked to an athletic director in a different classification. And I kind of asked a similar question of what the discussion is in college football. You start, but can you finish? When I asked the athletic director in this different classification at another school outside the Valley, I asked him, I, I said, are you worried about not finishing the season? And he said, if you weren't worried, then you're doing this wrong. And I said, well, wait, what does that mean? He said, look, we're going to take all the precautions we need to necessary to make sure our kids are protected. But that doesn't mean that things are going to go sideways. He says, we don't control the narrative here of the coronavirus. COVID-19 controls everything. And when you're asking 14, 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old kids to follow protocol, to social distance, when we set these things up, and you're asking these kids to follow it, it's hard. It's really, really hard to make sure they're doing it. And we can't keep an eye on every single kid in school. We can't watch what they're doing outside of the school building. That's illegal. All we can do is we hope that they'll be able to take care of themselves, that they'll be smart, that they'll follow protocols and the uh, rules given to them by their state and local governments so we can have in-classroom uh, education. And it's the interesting part. He didn't say so we can have football. He said so we can have in-classroom education. The most important part for these for these administrators and this administration all over the state of Utah is to have an education. It's not football. Football's fun. It's a great extracurricular activity, especially when you can have fans be a part of it. But to make sure that you have in-classroom education. And he said that not only him, but there's a lot of other athletic directors with administrations that are very, very concerned that this won't even make it through week four. Week four. That's the over-under. So let's go four and a half over-under. How far do you think we get through the high school football season? And a lot of administrations, according to this AD, said they're not sure if they make it through week four. Incredible. Absolutely amazing. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. Coming back, we'll wrap it up here on the Full Court Press. We'll say goodnight, and we'll get you ready for Monday's show on 106.9 The Fan.
The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press, 5.52 your time. We are just about an hour away. From a major dose of high school football around the state of Utah in every classification. 6A, 5A, 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A. Ridgeline getting ready to kick off here in just a few minutes as they will play Pineview at Westlake. Pineview is the designated home team. Hey, if you want to f- find our show, you can go to 106andthefan.com. Just go to podcast and click on it. Or you can find us on our podcast platform. That's Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify. Type in Eric's name, my name, or the Full Court Press, and you can find all our shows and interviews. Great show today. We've had a lot of fun. We talked some Utah Jazz NBA and their playoff schedule. Playoffs are looking like this. The Lakers will get the playing winner of Portland and Memphis. Now, Portland is the eighth seed. Memphis is the ninth seed which means if Portland beats Memphis on Saturday in the playing game, Portland gets the Lakers. If Memphis wins, they play on Sunday in a winner-take-all game to get the Lakers on Tuesday night. That game's set for nine p- or excuse me, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And that game will be on TNT. Clippers and Dallas will begin on Monday. That's also at 7 o'clock. That game's on uh, ESPN. Clippers a two seed, Dallas a seven seed, Denver and Utah three versus six. That game will be on Monday and will be at eleven a.m. Excuse me, eleven thirty a.m. Uh, eleven twenty will be your coverage here on this very station with David Locke and Ron Boone. Uh, game two with Utah and Denver will be on Wednesday. That's at two o'clock. As is the game on Friday. Game three between Denver and Utah. Game four is the only as of right now. Evening game. That'll be at 7 o'clock. Games 5, 6, and 7, if necessary, will be uh, to be determined on their times at a later time. If, again, those games get that far. 4 and uh, 5 Oklahoma City versus 4 and 5 Houston. They actually tied for the fourth fifth spot. But because there's no home court advantage, give or take, because this game's on a neutral side court, it really doesn't matter. So it'll be Chris Paul versus James Harden. Russell Westbrook will be out until at least game 3. Uh, their game one will start on Tuesday. That'll be at 4.30. In the Eastern Conference, it'll be one versus eight, Milwaukee and Orlando. Guess which one's the one, guess which one's the eighth. Uh, first game will be at 11.30 a.m. Toronto versus Brooklyn will start on Monday at 2 p.m. Toronto's a two-seed, Brooklyn's a seven-seed. Boston's a three-seed, Philadelphia's a six-seed. Philadelphia will be most likely without Ben, Sem- ben Simmons and is questionable with Jill Embiid for game one. That will be at 4.30. That game's on ESPN. And uh, 4-5 Miami-Indiana matchup. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. of Miami, by the way, again was carted off a stretcher after landing awkwardly, taking a screen from an Indiana big man. And uh, would they said that the MRI came, or that he's going to go through an MRI. He was moving. After not moving on the court for about 10 or so minutes, they took him back. He was had some movement. Uh, they are optimistic about his, uh, I guess, status on his injury, not and but not sure when he'll uh, return back to the court. They're doing an MRI later tonight. Miami and Indiana is a 4-5 playoff matchup in the Eastern Conference. That's at 2 o'clock on uh, TNT. By the way, with the Utah-Denver series, Game 1 is on ESPN. Games 2, 3, 4 
are on TNT. Games five is to be determined. Game six and same excuse me, game six will be on ESPN. Game seven will be on TNT. Again, game one, Monday at eleven thirty AM on ESPN, Utah and Denver in the first round of the playoffs, just like back in the good old days, right? That's what makes it fun. Playoff basketball, no fans. Should be a blast. All right, coming up next, it's going to be high school football. Just a reminder, one more time, Green Canyon's at Tooele. Craig is up on the call, 100.9 FM. Uh, Ridgeline is at Pineview. They play here in just a few minutes. Uh, that'll be Dave Simmons and Nick Zollinger. That's going to be on 104.5 FM. On 107.7 FM, Mountain Crest will host Salem Hills. AJ Knight, Matt Adams, Logan versus Provo. Al Lewis will be on the call on 610 AM and 102.1 FM. That's KVNU. And, of course, Bear River Bears, Clint Payne coming out of retirement. They host Juan Diego, or excuse me, or at Juan Diego, 104.9 The Ranch. And on this very station at 645, you'll hear from the legendary John Newble on 106.9 FM. 1390 AM, The Fan, as Skyview will host Stansberry. You'll catch all the recaps on CashValleyDaily.com on Monday. That's when we'll talk to you to recap Utah Jazz basketball and high school football. Good night.